Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Modern air travel is safer than it's ever been. That's what the numbers show. But several high-profile incidents involving passenger planes since the beginning of the year have highlighted that things can still go wrong and how scary it can be. An Alaska Airlines flight was forced to make an emergency landing after a portion of the plane blew off in mid-flight. That panel ripped away at about 16,000 feet, which left a gaping hole in the aircraft. Footage from Haneda Airport shows a Japan Airlines passenger airplane on fire. It makes it all the more remarkable that everyone's off this aircraft in one piece. But could future generations of airplanes make problems like these a thing of the past? Our commercial airliners are smarter electronically today than they've ever been. They're constantly recording, they're constantly monitoring, they're constantly connected. Anthony Brickhouse is an associate professor at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. He runs their aerospace forensics laboratory, and he used to work at the National Transportation Safety Board. He says all the data that planes generate today, when they're running normally, as well as from accidents, are helping engineers design better systems and stronger materials to make future airplanes even safer. It may not be anything that passengers will notice, but the way the flight crew interacts with the aircraft and air traffic control is going to be definitely advanced. From the Wall Street Journal, this is the future of everything. I'm Danny Lewis. I spoke with Professor Brickhouse about what airplane engineers are learning when things go wrong and how new materials, and even AI, could help make flying safer in the years to come. Stay with us. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since the beginning of the year, airplane safety has been top of mind for many travelers, especially after the recent Alaska Airlines incident where the door plug of an emergency exit on a Boeing 737 MAX 9 blew out mid-flight. A preliminary report by the National Transportation Safety Board found that four bolts that would have kept the door secured in place were missing. Professor Brickhouse, are there ways that emergency exits and their door plugs could be designed without the need for just a few critical components to secure them? It's really hard to answer that question. Um, in safety, we're always trying to continuously improve. And um, the thing about this Alaska Airlines accident that is important to remember is that as an industry, we can learn from this and hopefully get better so that the same thing does not happen again. We've been designing aircraft for a long time now, but designing an aircraft is a really complex proposition. And engineers are constantly fighting the weight ratio. You want to keep the aircraft as light as possible, but also make it as strong as possible. So we're continually evolving designs and different features just to make aircraft more aerodynamic, more efficient, and more comfortable for the passengers. One thing that's happening, you know, we have new aircraft that are being made more and more out of composite materials. 
the Airbus A350, um, are more than 50% composites in terms of their weight. But I think we're going to see more and more designs coming uh, with composite materials. What do you mean by composite materials? It's basically a plastic type material with a resin or glue to, to hold it together. And like you tap on it and it sounds almost like a metal, but it's not a metal. We started using what we call a laminar composite material, uh, which is like a layered structure. Sometimes we even call it a sandwich structure because that's pretty much what you're doing. You're adding layers to, to get the proper level of thickness. And the good thing about composites is they're really, really strong and they're really, really light. And you can do things with the composite design that you can't do with the traditional metal. Boeing's 737 MAX line of airplanes has been plagued with problems for years. An earlier model of the aircraft, the 737 MAX 8, was involved in two fatal crashes. The Lion Air crash in Indonesia in October 2018 and an Ethiopian Airlines crash a few months later in March 2019. The Wall Street Journal reported at the time that a combination of a malfunctioning sensor and an automated flight control system were responsible. How might future aircraft balance the benefits of automated systems like that with the need for pilots to be able to take charge quickly in an emergency? Well, that's the thing about safety investigations and, and why we do it. We want to look at both fatal MAX 8 accidents and really understand the circumstances of those. In safety, we talk about a single causation theory versus a multiple causation theory. And we know scientifically that no accident is specifically caused by one event. It's always multiple events. We, from an aviation community, are in what we call a data-rich environment. Um, our commercial airliners are smarter electronically today than they've ever been. They're constantly recording. They're constantly monitoring. They're constantly connected. And the whole intent of automation is to give the pilots tools to decrease their workload and allow the computers to do more. But as a safety person, I always want my flight crew to know as much as they can about the system. Uh, I never want to see a day where a pilot gets in the cockpit and just monitors the system. You know, we want humans actively involved in that equation. AI is also getting a lot of hype as the solution to just about any problem you can think of. What are the parts of, you know, piloting and operating an airplane that you don't think should be left to automatic systems in the future? I think of automation as an assist and not the end all and be all. Um, but I just like to have the human in the equation. And I'm a fan of automation and AI that just doesn't do it all, but makes the workload less, which can minimize mistakes and just make the system flow smoother than it would manually. Pilots used to carry 40, 50 pounds of, of charts. And those are papers that they would actively use during the flight. Well, now pilots walk on board an aircraft with their luggage, but they don't have this massive flight bag. Everything is in the iPad. We call them electronic flight bags. And that's not necessarily automation, but definitely using technology to assist. Uh, the systems that we have on board the plane now are, are highly automated. We're even upgrading the air traffic control system so that it becomes more automated. So it may not be anything that passengers will notice. I think the passenger experience you know, from the gate to taxi to take off and landing will be the same. But the way the flight crew interacts with the aircraft and air traffic control um, is, is going to be definitely advanced. And even from a maintenance point of view, our planes today have what's called health monitoring systems. So as the plane is flying, the engine could literally send information to a ground station and literally tell the mechanics, this is what's going on with the system. So the mechanics don't have to spend a lot of time trying to diagnose what's going on. 
But, you know, I can see aviation becoming even more automated and having even more advanced systems than what we see right now, uh, which is pretty fascinating. As we heard, airplanes are starting to use new materials in their construction. Just ahead, we'll hear more about how they could help make flying safer. Stick around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So just last week, a United Airlines flight from San Francisco to Boston was diverted after part of the plane's wing appeared to be damaged mid-flight. Obviously, this is still under investigation. It's very early. But how might future airplanes be designed to prevent damage in mid-flight? Are there systems that could alert maintenance or flight crews to potential damage before it happens? Right now, I don't think we know whether the part that came off was purely cosmetic or whether it was actually structural. Obviously, you don't want to see something like that occurring, but if something is just cosmetic, then it's not really going to affect the safety of the aircraft. But obviously, you know, as we look into the future, designs are going to be out there that are safer than what we have now. You know, the way that we manufacture aircraft in different sections, we may see larger pieces being used, and that could possibly enhance safety. Whenever you're you're building anything, you know, the less connections you can have, the more structural robustness you're you're going to get. And before that, in January, there was the Japan Airlines incident, where a jet collided with another aircraft at Tokyo's Haneda Airport and burst into flames. 379 people on the jet, an Airbus A350, survived. You mentioned earlier that this craft is made of a lot of composite materials. How might that have changed the situation compared to an aluminum airplane? That's what we're interested in studying. Traditionally, composite materials are stiffer than aluminum alloy materials, which tend to have some some play and can actually give. So during that impact, speaking from an engineering perspective, we want to know exactly how that composite material behaved so that we can compare it to how the aluminum alloy material behaved so that we can speak to what we call survivability. Composites burn differently than aluminum alloys. Obviously, with this accident, there was a massive fire that broke out. The FAA says that, you know, you have about 90 seconds to evacuate an aircraft. And obviously, they took 18 minutes, but that just speaks to, you know, how well the evacuation went. I'm sure they're going to be looking at, you know, the number of emergency exits that were available on the aircraft. They'll be looking into how many of them were actually usable. They're going to be looking into how exactly they performed. Engineers will will look into, you know, how robust the structure of the aircraft was. So like, how, how did it behave in that impact? And could anything have been done to make it even more robust? I have a feeling we're going to learn a significant amount of information from this Japan Airlines accident. Anthony Brickhouse is an associate professor at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. The Future of Everything is a production of The Wall Street Journal. This episode was produced by me, Danny Lewis. Thanks for listening. <laughs>